Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We got a lot to get to. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown Live, the Cruiserweight Classic, NXT again, and uh, some other stuff along the way. But before I do that, I would like to welcome in the mosh to my thrasher, Marianne. Sounds appropriate. The headbangers. Mm. Attitude era team. Have you ever had that panicked moment where you're like, oh, fuck, did I brush my teeth this morning? And then you realize that you did and it's a huge relief. Yes. Or or with deodorant? Yes. Okay. I had that just now, but then I was like, no, I just specifically remember brushing my teeth this morning. Anyways, how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. With a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Lots of you lots having of... power and me not having power at my house. Yeah. They knocked the power out this morning at like nine. It was supposed to come back at two. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll go get my hair done. And I came back and I bring my phone charger and the power was still out because some dude broke his arm and I couldn't charge my phone or take notes or anything. So I had to do it the old fashioned way, like pen on paper and just a lot of things going on. Yeah, just a lot of shit going on. A lot of things. John went and saw a wrestle show on Friday. Well, we both did. Yeah, we both did. But more importantly, you did. (laughs) More importantly, I did. I went to the show. (laughs) And forgot how to dress, apparently. We went to the Bay Area Bash, I believe it was called. APW, All Pro Wrestling. It's been a minute, APW. I kind of missed you. Uh, I haven't been to an APW event since the move, and even before that, when they uh, moved out of the garage. So it's been a couple of years. Uh, Saw some regulars. Yeah, I was just going to say. Which was pretty cool. Was one of them the guy that got kicked in the chest by Thunder Rosa? Oh, that's amazing. Licorice Licorice Joe. (laughs) And his child, who is now apparently an adult. So where does the time go? Uh, I thought this was a fun show. I had a good time at the live wrestling event. Yeah, we thought we were going to get there late, and then we got there, and the doors hadn't even opened, yeah. and it was it was a swell time. Uh, after driving that, I feel uh, pretty confident that I could still work on a Friday and still uh, make it to this show. Really? Yeah, I feel pretty confident about that. Yeah, because we didn't know. The traffic is always kind of iffy going yeah. over there, because I've been late to those shows before. We really didn't want to be late. We were actually kind of early, so yeah. it was definitely a more crowded show based on what I have been to before. How many in, people like, would you say? Oh, fuck. I th- I told Kyle five hundred. No abla numbers. I think five hundred's a good estimate. Is between three hundred and five. Yeah, it was a lot of people. It was yeah. a lot of people, and we find out right at the beginning that Sammy Callahan decided to not be there. Yeah, as soon as I found out Sammy Callahan wasn't going to be there, he turns was, to me and goes, "I wonder where he's yeah. wrestling tonight." <laughs> you and knew immediately. Sure enough, he was in Chicago at AAW. No harm, no foul, I guess. Except sad Sammy Callahan guy. Uh, I know. That sucks. He walked by and I went, oh. I couldn't tell if he was just a naturally depressed looking person or he was legit <laughs> bummed. Like, I couldn't tell. What What ended up happening is they announced that it'd be Reno Scum versus Brian Cage and... Chris Masters. Chris Masters. For, he, like, ran in and then wrestled and then, like, left. And it was the fucking was weirdest it. shit ever. <laughs> He um, straight up ran out. Yeah, he did. Uh, he must have been very last minute, I guess. Like really last minute, but yeah, I don't know. Was, I had a good time. Yeah, I thought it was a fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, it was good to see X Pac wrestling. Yeah, and winning the DDT Being Iron Heavy Metal immune, Otherwise immune to the dick flip. Yep. Yeah, making all those over the over your noggin jokes to the kids. <laughs> yeah, it was got to fun. see Drugs Bunny. 
Drugs Bunny. This Without is Without his confetti gun. I was so pissed. This is my first time seeing Drugs Bunny. He's very entertaining. He's, I enjoyed him very he, much. He's been more entertaining before, definitely. I got to see Joey Ryan for the eight billionth time. Mm-hmm. And Reno Scum, always my faves. Reno Scum, very good. Always my faves. It we turned even got out, yeah, treated to a singles match. Yeah, and that was excellent. Brian Cage and Adam Thornstone. He was like, "I will pick one of you guys." I'm like, "Of course, it's the tiny one." <laughs> cool, that's cool. And Christina Von Erie was there. Yeah, very very pleasant surprise. I was super happy about that. Um, got to see a couple of our Rassel friends. Yes. Wendell and Jaren drove all the way up from Salinas, which for those of you in this area know that is not close to San Francisco at all. It's very not close. Yeah, it was there was it was a fun show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm uh, already planning. They gave us a flyer for uh, War at the Shore. And then what did they announce a couple days later? Oh, they announced that's for November, right? Yeah. They're going to have Joey Ryan versus uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, so, jo- uh, Joey Ryan is typical book him against the big guy yeah. kind of thing because Joey Ryan's a good worker. You know, I'm fine. looking at this and I think this is Shauna Basler. Is it? It is. Mm-hmm. Queen of Basler. Spades. I'm sorry. I keep saying her name wrong. Ba- it don't Basler. Matter. Yeah, she's on this. Willie Mack. We- yeah, Willie Mack. I've seen him wrestle there before. You know, Scum. Cobb. Well, Reno, blah. So, I will go um, anywhere Reno Scum goes. I love Reno Scum. <laughs> yeah, this looks. Uh, and you know what? This is the first time I saw the War Pig wrestle. And really? Let me tell you, that's a gimmick and a half. I really enjoyed it. He comes out to that Green Jelly song. Um, and yeah, whose gimmick is even better? The Berkeley Brawler. Oh yeah, the. <laughs> Comes out to that ar- is it arcade fire, right? I don't even fucking care. I think it's an arcade fire. On so a I was scooter, dying. on a scooter, homeboy that wrestles a, in jeggings. That is a very good gimmick. Like cuffed jeggings, and it was such a brilliant gimmick. Yeah. It was amazing. I, that was just watching him come out on a scooter was the most, the biggest treat Indeed. on planet Earth. It was amazing. Yeah, that was a, a fun show, I think. What uh, was your favorite match, if you can remember? I liked. The I like the singles match. I think that was my between uh, Thornstone and yeah. Yeah, I think that was my favorite one. Uh, I also really enjoyed the Thunder Rosa Nicole Savoy match. I just like the ending where she choked her out, <laughs> and I was I was Jaron and I were like, or it was I was antagonizing little kid. How great was okay? There was a little boy sitting in front of John, and John was oh, like, he's the best little boy yes. ever. He would. I can't remember who it was. It was the triple. Actually, no, the it was, triple threat. No, match it was, was the Asian guy. Too. Pardon me, Will Cuevas and Julio Pedrosa. And he would sarcastically tra- uh, clap uh, Pedrosa. Yeah, and I thought he was like clapping because he liked him, and he's like being no, so sarcastic. I'm sarcastically telling him he's doing a good job, and I was like, "This is the greatest." He was child a little ever. kid too, and John was like, "We're gonna slow clap everyone," and so John and this little kid <laughs> slow clap, and then uh, Julio like left the ring and went and sat down, and this little kid, what did he say? I'm gonna he get up and go me. say mean things to him. <laughs> I'm gonna get up and go see mean things to him. I was like, "All right, cool, have fun." And then I don't think I talked to him the rest of the night. He was so funny. Oh, what a great little kid. Little yeah. kids proving us wrong sometimes. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it was it was a it was a hoot in indeed. So we had SummerSlam weekend. Oh boy. So oh much wrestling. Let's uh talk about Takeover cuz I have some things I have to say about Takeover. Okay. So do do say those things. So we had we opened the show with Austin Aries and No Way Jose. We put 
Austin Aries, who is getting cheered to the moon against No Way Jose, a guy we're trying to push as a face. Kind of weird. I'll get back to this when we talk about regular NXT. We had the debut of Ember Moon taking on Billy Kay. Uh, Ember Moon looks great. Everything she did was awesome. I saw the gifts. Her finish was amazing. Uh, Billy Kay is one of the few people who I uh, she has some wrestling experience, but she's one of the few women that I actually she's laying in her hits and it looks good. Mm-hmm. So more she of that. sold the shit out of that, too. <laughs> she sh- sold the uh, it was called the O face on the indies. So I don't know what it's called now. I love Definitely it. not the O face. Yeah, she sold it like a champ. It was great. Very fun little match. Then we had. Bobby Roode taking on Andrade Almas. Bobby Roode's entrance was Can you indeed, say Bobby Roode without laughing at the last? <laughs> it was indeed glorious. Like, I lost my shit. I marked out for sure and thought to myself, I need to buy like 4,000 of this man's shirt right now. <laughs> Based on entrance. The match is good. Bobby Roode's finish is not good. I don't like it. He it is not glorious. <laughs> he needs to do something else. It's a pump handle slam. Which just brought me back to when Road Dog was like a singles competitor and that was his finish. And I was like, this is stupid. I never want to play you on any N64 games because that's your finish. Don't be hating on Road Dog. That's Chuck Taylor's favorite wrestler. Andrade <laughs> Almas, uh, once again, in my opinion, gets screwed over by WWE. We will get to that. It's, He's great. It's not his fault. Um, it is booking's fault, and I a lot, a lot of things are booking's fault. I feel. Then we had the NXT tag team title match between the Revival and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, who I guess are going by Team DIY. Do it yourself. It's a weird name. Whatever. That's such. A, I, I. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, this I is, really. This match was near perfection. It was fantastic. Both of these teams, even for are the great. Revival standards, the Revival's fantastic. They are a fantastic tag team. They are a throwback to years. I still can't years. tell them apart. I mean, one of them has no hair, and it, it doesn't one. matter. Like that's how much I don't. That's how much they bore me. Is I still can't tell them apart. All right. Well, okay. they had a near I'll five get there. star match. Okay. I'll get. I'll get there, John. I'll get there, yo. And um, <laughs> Gargano selling the leg like a champ. It was. It Did was he- great. I did not get to watch Takeover because I was at work. Did he do roll around, roly poly Johnny Gargano? I don't think kick? he did. I'm what? not sure if he did or what? not. He probably got his shit in. Did I a roly poly Gargano move? We had a NXT Championship match, a women's Championship match between Asuka and Bailey. This match was it was all right. Oscar uh, ends up retaining, and Bailey gets her send off. We think. She did. We'll get to that later. Yeah. More on Shinsuke that later. Nakamura challenging Samoa Joe for the NXT championship. Um, this match was kind of eh. It was all right. I think the right person won in Shinsuke Nakamura, who is now the NXT champion. The uh, Strong Style era has begun. Yes. Uh, very Decidedly exciting. more interesting champion. Yes. And Samoa Joe might be uh, coming on up here. Because we've got some openings all of a sudden. Got some openings, but I still don't think that... I don't know. I just don't like Samojo. <laughs> As Summer a character, Slam. I don't like him. SummerSlam. So there was so much shit happening in SummerSlam uh, that... And most of it was kind of eh, to be honest. Oh, yeah. 
I thought, you know, for, for sure. the most part, I watched some of the show. I think we, we, you thought it was not very good. I, I kind of initially, I, in, in retrospect, there was a, like, you think about it later and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, at first I was like, oh, this is just blow par indeed. But I, at the same time, was kind of tuning in and out with it. I have which is hard because well no it's you know it's not that hard to do because this was a fucking four-hour show yeah and people were like how is this still going and I I was like I'm I am hungry and multitasking sounds nice right now yeah and it was just oh there was I have barely any notes on it to be honest so I'll just go over some notes if you have anything just I don't even remember what order things happened in. I think I skipped one or two matches. Uh, so the Cesaro same Sheamus match was good. It was on the pre-show. It was the first of the best of seven. Poor Cesaro. Uh, the heel always wins in the best of seven. They always went first. So mm-hmm. don't no worries there. It was a fun match. Pretty good. Uh, Jericho versus Enzo and Cass to open the show was great. I thought it was a fun match. Nobody ever wins in their hometown. I especially loved when Jericho and Owens were going back up the ramp and <laughs> Owens hugs him and screams, I love you, Chris. <laughs> and then he doesn't say anything. And then he says it again. And he goes, I love you, too. And you can tell like he didn't want to say it. It's just so funny. And them mocking Enzo you, Cass. You know, the great. two of them, like outside of it, are just, they just click off each other so well. Mm-hmm. And you know that the ideas just bounce like perfectly between the two of them because they're such great interviewers. Yeah. As yes. well as being interviewed. So those kinds of people, you know, that they're just, they just come up with, they're just, the two of them are just excellent, excellent. Yes. We had the WWE Women's Championship. Match between Sasha Banks and Charlotte, which John's tone of voice. Uh, right. Now. Well, I mean, <laughs> the the initial reaction was, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, that's what that's where you're coming up with a god awful, and then I was like, "Yeah, okay." In hindsight, so the match was pretty good. There were some very scary things. Apparently, uh, Charlotte got reprimanded for she it. She did for the one good. thing where she like almost. Di- I saw the. I, I mean, I watched the match and I saw the the gif earlier today, and it was like, holy shit! Yeah. So uh, Charlotte wins via not cheating at all, which is kind of weird. But she wins, and she's the new champion. And now Sasha Banks has a vacation, not due to being suspended. They're just giving her some time off. Yeah, because well, does she need a honeymoon? Nice. She, that too. Yeah. And plus, she's kind of hurt. Yeah. Fuck you, Charlotte. AJ Styles versus John Cena. My God, what a match. Yeah. We knew it was going to be like that, though, going into it. But those are the those are one of those uh, those two people. You know it's going to be good going into it. And you're never, like, severely disappointed. You know, like, it's not going to... It's it's like it's not a match where you're like, oh, if I say it's going to be good, I'm going to jinx it. You just yeah. know that it's either going to be really, really good, good, or like it's never going to completely and utterly destroy, disappoint you. Oh, know? no. Most definitely yeah. this match delivered. And I frankly was shocked that AJ Styles won. I was shocked. And that, I think, made the match even better. Really? Yes. I could not believe it. Because then afterwards, in, yeah. people were like, oh, yeah, John Cena was rumored to have time, whatever. Well, this he's got this. time off, too, apparently. Yeah. He's and then now it makes something. Now, if we had known that ahead of time, it would make more sense. Yes. But um, yeah, very good match. Very, very good match. We had um, and I still every time AJ goes for the Styles Clash, 
I just say to myself, don't tuck your head, don't tuck your head, don't tuck your head to the person that's taking the move because I don't, I don't need to see someone die on national television. Oh, man. So, yeah. Anyway, that's just a little side note. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. My goodness. So Gallows and Anderson took on the New Day. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that match was terrible. I did. I was so bored. Ambrose, Ambrose hip jiggle. I was so bored. I don't remember who said it, but they were like, that needs to be a gift now. And I was like, I don't need to even finish watching whatever is going on on this right now. That's all I needed. The um, end. I don't care. I was <laughs> never fully sold on this. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is just a guy. I don't care. Dolph Ziggler is like the king of just a guys. Yeah, that he was is terrible now. English, but I'm not even going to apologize because you know exactly what I mean. Just a guy. Dean Ambrose retains somehow. I don't even can't even remember why. I think I stopped. I think I might have fallen asleep. Do you like my Dean Ambrose necklace, by the way? Oh, that's very nice. You guys, I'm a mark. Yep. Anyways, new day. So the New Day versus Gallo and Anderson, we had Jon Stewart come out and do some stuff, which was, it was all right, I guess. I, I don't know. I wasn't totally sold on it. Mm. I get weird when, like, celebrities go in the ring. Yeah, and a lot of stuff. people do. Um, it's just, it's just I, I just have fun watching Jon Stewart because I know that he's having fun. Yeah. Because he knows what's going on kind of thing because he has an appreciation for it. And he's his, not just his there. His kid's super into it, too. So. Yeah. He, he gets it. He's one of us. I'm okay. Ends in a DQ. <laughs> I thought this match was just very weird. I don't I don't understand. I guess we both they, wanted the I guess they the don't club to win. Yeah, I think I think it might be about time because I think New Day's bigger than the tag team titles now. Just New Day, their personality is too big for the tag team titles. Just because they say it in their intro and you know do a little dance because they're the two time champions, I th- I don't think they still need to be champions. I think. I think they're bigger than that now. Um, yeah, so DQ, because Big E comes out and he's fine. We had Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Carmella versus Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and the queen of strong style, Nikki Sawa. Nikki Bella is back, everyone. <laughs> She's um, going to throw out her hip walking down the ramp. <laughs> she, it, It's like, calm yourself. Fucking calm yourself. Nobody walks like that. You're going to dislocate your hip. So we get it. You're curvy. She's back. <laughs> I I said it on Twitter and I'll say it again in audio form. I enjoyed this match more than the Dean Ambrose Dolph Ziggler match. A lot of people did. I did. I thought and that's it was saying a lot. A of lot. Fun. That is saying a lot. And they got the time to do stuff. And Nikki Bella got the pin with her new finisher, which is not the rack attack because she just had neck surgery. Excellent. Because that was a terrible <sighs> finisher. My goodness. Yeah, she should have ne- that should have never been her finisher. Yeesh. Anyway, we had Finn Balor, Balor versus Seth Rollins to crown the first ever Universal Heavyweight Champion. My hot takes to this belt was that belt is Man, trash. this belt looks like fucking shit. It's literally trash. Like I think someone said it looks like a pile of old cane masks. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, it does. Um <laughs> Next night, I I looked at the title on Raw, and I went, I guess it's not that bad. More on that later. It looked like rippled red plastic, or my absolute favorite was it looks like it was made out of fruit by the foot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was like, no. Yes. I thought this was a fine match. I thought it was very, very good. I was extremely happy. Well, both Kyle and I knew when when Balor hit on the outside, we both went, yeah, that's not good. And it wasn't, but we'll get to that. Uh, match was very, very good. I yeah. Seth following that SummerSlam 
new tradition, I guess, mm-hmm. of dressing like an energy drink. Yes. Um, or Umbreon the Pokemon. <laughs> yes. He, you know what? He also did the... Um, or that Kim Possible villain that I can't remember the name I, of. Somebody yeah. posted it and I was like, good fucking lord. They look exactly the same. He did that small package driver, which I think needs to be his finisher because that's a fucking sweet move. He hasn't done mm-hmm. that since the indie or no he hasn't done that since i think fcw he used to do oh it. my i don't know anyway Way uh, back when great match finn wins <laughs> excellent uh whatever that Rome. this is my note whatever that roman reigns rusev thing was i guess they decided they either ran out of time or this was the thing they wanted to do nobody cared i was yeah i don't know so that match didn't happen because Roman beat the shit out of Rusev for whatever reason. Then we had the main event, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton in a, a, a bloodbath, basically. A murder occurred <laughs> if you on will. our screen. Um, Randy Orton just loves to bleed. Or the taste shit. of blood capsules. When he, no. <laughs> that is not blood capsules. That was... Copper. A fucking deep fucking cut. That was gnarly as shit. Even even when they on well we'll get to that. <laughs> as soon as he started laying in those forums, I went, "This is going to get bad." I am so un- like bored with Brock Lesnar just coming in every once in a while and killing people and not doing anything. Yeah, like, I'm kind of uh, over it. I'm kind of souring on it. I'm at the end. They called the match. They called it a TKO, and Brock won via bloody Randy Orton. And um, Shane came in at the end. And got a F5 for his troubles. We'll get to that a little later. Uh, it ended I don't very, even, very strangely. but I don't even think Paul Heyman... Like, the high of Brock Lesnar beating The Undertaker is wearing off. And Paul Heyman even is... I, I'm not buying it anymore. Yeah. We start off raw. We know Finn's hurt. He had surgery. He's going to be out for at least six months. So, it, we start out raw with Finn giving up the championship, giving a little speech, Seth coming out and laughing at him, literally laughing at him as he passed him, coming in, in and saying... In a Seth manner that's just like nails on a chalkboard. Yes, and saying to Stephanie, give me the championship because I deserve it. And then literally everyone in the universe comes out. I It's Jericho, Owens, uh, Enzo and Cass... Roman Reigns, Roos, does Rusev come out? I can't remember. I, a Just bunch everybody of came, came out. Sami Zayn came out. A bunch of people came out. And they they decide, Mick and Stephanie decide that we're going to have a series of matches tonight. And the four people that win that match will go on to have a fatal four-way match next week for the Universal Championship. Okay. And that starts off with Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. I feel like Seth Rollins should just stop hurting people. So this Seth Rollins <laughs> Sami Zayn match was uh pretty good and fuck you Sami Zayn for being one of the best sellers in the world and making us all think that you hurt your ankle in this match real Which bad. people were actually apparently mad about. Oh, I was I was like, dude, don't do this shit to us like it was but you know what? I'm glad he did cuz it just shows how good he is. Very good match. Seth Rollins ends up winning. So Seth Rollins Going on to that thing. Then we had Kevin Owens-Neville match, 
which was also very good. I love when these guys wrestled, these two. Just, yeah. They are very, very good together. Owens ends up winning. There was a horrible Titus O'Neil, Darren Young segment. Whatever. Which was not good. There was a Rusev big cast Didn't match. Didn't somebody say, congratulations, Titus O'Neil, you passed Kalisto on the worst promo ever? There's no, there's no promo that is worse than <laughs> a good Lucha thing. <laughs> Literally, that was... <laughs> That's still funny. It's the best. Uh... So, yeah, that segment was terrible. Uh, Rusev versus Big Cass, and Big Cass wins via countout, which was pretty smart finish. So Big Cass is going on to that fatal four-way. We had a Charlotte Dana Brooke promo where she talks about how she won, and then Mick Foley God, comes she's out. she's such a bitch. Well, she's doing her job. Dude. I know, and she's doing it well because I can't stand her. Mick Foley comes out and says, this is the land of opportunity or something, and we've signed the hottest free agent to our women's division, and out comes Bailey to a fucking thunderous ovation. She yeah. cuts a little promo, and Mick says, all right, well, Bailey and Dana Brooke are going to fight. So I, I just, I watched clips of, well, I watched a clip of Bailey coming out, but when he says, like, oh, and since Finn Balor got hurt, and Charlotte goes, boo. And I was like, you fucking like, I, I hate her so much. You guys, she's doing a killer job getting people to fucking loathe her. I cannot stand her ugly face. Anyways, Bailey. So Bailey and uh, (laughs) Dana Brooke, they had a match is pretty good. Bailey ends up winning. I feel like I had another note here. Oh, apparently Vince, Vince McMahon, the man in charge. He fucking loved her debut. So he like absolutely was over the moon about it which is good because everybody fucking loved it so yeah. you can't be that well he blind was blind with your cataract he had to rewrite the they had to rewrite everything because finn was out i guess the main event for their next pay-per-view was supposed to be finn versus kevin owens which, which would have been amazing may give you a clue as to who will be holding that championship come the end of monday night raw next week yes we had the dudley boys come out and retire, and I th- I was sure this was a work. I was like, we're going to get worked. We're going to get that Bully Ray singles run. It's going to be great. Shining Stars come out, and they say, you guys suck. Here's tickets to Puerto Rico. And they, Dudley Boys, beat the shit out of them. And then Gallows and Anderson beat the shit out of the Dudley Boys. And apparently, that's it. Dudley Boys are gone. They were going to do the single run, but they scratched it, and that's it. That's the end. They're gone. D and very weird. We had Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns. Roman's wins. I didn't watch this match. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. So the fatal four way for next week is going to be Roman Reigns, Big Cass, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins. Let's talk about the better show this week. Let's talk about SmackDown. Live. Yeah, I was gonna say. I I think that it was better. What do, I don't. What did it start with? I'll I'll tell you what it starts with, and I have a question for you. What in the world were Baron Corbin and Eric I, Rowan talking about? I was I typed that as my notes before my computer died. And what on earth could they be talking about? Watch they end up being a tag team for some random reason well, somewhere. Um, we'll get to that in a in a minute here. AJ Styles was like AJ Styles is twelve beat up years John old, Cena, and he is real happy about it. And Ziggler's <laughs> sad because he's just a guy. You now. mad, bro? Dude, AJ Styles is 12. I, I beat it. up John Cena. I'm 12. <laughs> I uh, just... They get into a backstage scuffle. Oh, my God. And then we go to the ring after the 
um, song thing, the sing song thing, the entrance. <laughs> oh, yeah. The sing song thing. <laughs> and uh, we get the announcement that there's a new women's championship and new tag team championships. Yay. Now, belts for everyone. Let me tell you, these belts looked fucking great. Yeah, they did. Even the blue. I was like, man, I hope the tag titles look like way different. And they do look way different. But it's the same design, but blue that blue on that silver was f- it looks fucking great. Well, yeah. My God. Excellent. Belts so for hope- everyone except you, Heath Slater. Well, we'll see. And none for Heath Slater. The women's championship is basically the one that they have on Raw, but with a blue background in the middle. And only. it looks better. Blue looks better with silver. Oh my god, yes. It looks it looks so good. I knew that because fashion um <laughs> so i was i was like these belts look fucking great why don't the raw ones look the, anyway anywho so we get the announcement of those titles we're gonna have a tag team tournament that starts on the show and then we're gonna have which kind of pisses me off we're gonna have a women's six-pack challenge at backlash to decide the champion i think we should have a tournament as well yeah because you could do that i feel just say the tournament starts it makes it mean more I feel. yeah just say the tournament either is at Backlash or, but they probably don't want to do that many women's matches yet, or just say it starts in two weeks and then build it that way. So, <laughs> Heath Slater comes out. To a fucking thunderous oh applause. Oh my God. This crowd was... Um, so for Heath Slater. They they wanted Heath Slater. They got Heath Slater. He came Dude, out. is Heath Slater the new Damien Sandow? Yes, and hopefully <laughs> they do it right this time because holy shit... When he he's so good on the mic, holy balls! He's like, I want all this gold in the ring, and it was um, silver. <laughs> they told Heath, if you can find a tag team partner, you can be in the tournament, and we'll give you a contract, but only if you become a tag team champion. He said, Fine, I'll go find somebody right now. And AJ comes out and he goes, Did you see that ludicrous display last night? And he says that transition between their accents, though, when they were talking, I almost forgot. I almost didn't realize that it was AJ. I was like, oh, this is a southern party (laughs) right now. So, (laughs) yeah, he says, did you see what happened? What kind of show you guys running? And Ziggler comes out and attacks him again. I'm 12. Ziggler comes out and attacks him again. And then they split him up. And then we have the Ascension versus the Usos. And this is the best the Ascension has looked since leaving NXT, I must say. Agreed. I thought this was a it was an all right match, and the Usos end up winning, so they advance in the tournament. And then AJ's out again to brag about beating up John Cena, and Ziggler comes out. He's like an obnoxious little kid. Like he's reached that stage in his WWE career. Uh, Ziggler comes back out, and then Daniel Bryan comes back out, and he's like, "All right, you guys want to fight? Okay." This is fine. And I think somewhere in their style says, I should be the number one contender because I beat John Cena. I beat the face that runs the place. I am now the face that runs the place. Face that runs the place. (laughs) And Daniel Bryan says, you know what? You are the number one contender. You're going to fight Dean Ambrose at Backlash. But tonight, you're going to fight Dolph Ziggler. And if Dolph Ziggler beats you, then it's going to be a triple threat match at Backlash. Cool. And I, when I saw that, I went, no, it's not. (laughs) Uh, we we had the start of Carmella versus Nikki Bella, and I guess Carmella's a heel now? Heel Mella? 
heel Mella, I guess. No, she's definitely a heel because when she started beating up Nikki Bella, JBL was like for her. And I went, oh, yeah. well, she's a heel now because JBL likes her. So yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a thing. That match never started. Bad so backwards whatever. hat versus good backwards hat. Yeah, right. Oh my God. <laughs> we had... Dude, the, was there the Naomi and Natalia commentary during that? What was oh supposed God. to be that? That was, in my short history of watching wrestling, the most awkward commentary segment i've ever heard in my fucking life it was so bad i wanted to fucking fly no, out there I and punch like fucking natalia in the face she's so awful there might have been a i think that you know i didn't write it down there was a becky alexa match that it must have had. been that because this wasn't even a match she just came out and get it the was shit f- they were fucking god awful they were so bad both of them like natalia was talking and i was like Oh my god. I don't need to hear her talk ever. I don't I don't need to see her ever again. She's so bad. Like, oh. Randy Orton comes out Rage. and he's fine. And he's like, "Man, I got the shit kicked out of me. That sucks. Now what?" And then Bray Wyatt comes out and goes, "I don't have anything to do." And they just look at each other and that's the end of that. Dude, Bray, your promos are boring, vague, and all the same you bore me. Go away. I don't care. My god. I don't care. I do not like Bray Wyatt. He says the same goddamn thing and he has been saying the same goddamn thing for like a year. They're all exactly the same. Don't you dare try and argue with me that they're different. Certain people on Twitter, they're all the same. Trust me. He's boring and I don't like him and everyone, it falls on, nobody listens. The end. Because they're all the same. I'm telling you. I don't like him. Anyways, I feel like there was a tag match with my favorite quote of the week. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. We had a backstage segment where Shane McMahon says the Brock thing is far from over. Okay. Shane, Dad Shane was mad Shane. Um, I would rather Shane McMahon hire a hitman person to fight Brock Lesnar than watch Brock Lesnar versus Shane McMahon because to me that does nothing for me. It does nothing. I don't need this. That is something that I don't give a shit about your kids. I'm going to beat up your dad. That's all I'm seeing. You know, you should hire. He should sign a certain someone to SmackDown and say, go get him. Samoa think, Joe. I think that person should be Samoa Joe. I feel like if... if dude. I would be 100% down with a Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar dude, match. Dean Ambrose is such a Samoa Joe mark. And he hates marks. He <laughs> loves Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's great. I would just love to see the excitement from that. I would be very down for that him would, to be That honest. would be excellent. He'd be very good fit. On Do you Smith feel like that. that's where that's going? I hope so. But it's oh, probably God. not. He's probably going to get shit kicked out of him by Brock Lesnar. Dude, Shane can that just... Uh, over it. So, so over it. We had a fantastic. We had back to back fantastic matches to close out SmackDown. We had Brizongo versus American Alpha, which was dude. So that good. was such a good match. Brizongo can wrestle you guys. Yes, and they're a good tag team. They're a too. great tag team. That segment they did where they were just oh sitting God. backstage. I I love great. the two of them. Yeah. I immediately tweeted, "Who's going to be the hot blonde to my Fandango?" Because I am cosplaying the shit out of Fandango at Fanime next year. Yeah, it was. Um, what a time it was. Oh, my God. That was the match where it was my favorite quote. I think it was Mauro Ronaldo said to David Otunga, he's like, what's the key to being able to trust your partner? And he goes, you just got to trust your partner. And then Mauro Ronaldo was like, what? <laughs> like, that made no sense. Mauro is the best. <laughs> he made a Hiroki Goto reference, which I think... John texted me and went, LOL. <laughs> I think it was on... Was it on? It was the John Cena AJ match. Yeah, probably the Yoshi Hirashi, I think is what it's called. Probably not. I fucked that up. But you he just did gotta make a, trust your partner. He did Derp. say 
Hiroki Goto. And he also said Shibata on fucking... I love you, Maro. You're the fucking man. Like... I, I just love that he's like, I'm somebody, just going to say whatever I want. Fuck everyone. Yeah, somebody somebody was saying how they don't like Mauro Ranallo. I think it was Brandon Stroud. They don't like him because they were like, he's just so self-satisfied whenever he says it, and I know it. And I'm just like, he knows what he's talking hey, about. like you, Brandon Stroud? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You you are also the king you of would making rather obscure listen, references. So you would rather down. listen to JBL by just a table of three JBLs. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. So, <laughs> great match. American Alpha wins. And we're now get, now selling American Alpha towels. John texted me this and I went, oh my God, they sell Golden Truth shirts. I'm going to have to buy one and hang one up. I really want here. a Golden Truth shirt. That shirt is amazingly funny. So funny. Main event was Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles with Dean Ambrose on commentary. Always I guess. magic. I mean, I... He scared the shit out of J. He scared JBL into that handshake. Oh, that was great. JBL looked so confused that he just went with it, and the handshake just went on forever. I was like, if this turns into the Boy Meets World handshake, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Pretty good match. AJ ends up winning. Ambrose so is weirdly have... Ziggler's biggest fan. Yes, that was strange. It's so strange. So we are going to get AJ Styles versus Dean, a- Dean Ambrose at backlash i love aj talking to him and he's like i can't hear you man i've got heads set on like i can't hear you and i was like oh cocky dean ambrose we need to address something oh, man. right now the probably the greatest thing that happened this week that lit the wrestling world on fire talking smack with oh the miz so they bring the Miz on, and Talking Smack is the show. I guess I think that's he's, what it's called. He's is still it? on a high since dressing like Phantom of the Opera. I'm oh yes, yeah, Phantom we didn't even, of the Miz. We didn't even mention that match. It was fine. I just didn't care. Phantom of the Miz. More on that now. So <laughs> we're talking uh, Talking Smack, which is Renee Young and Daniel Bryan, and they bring on people to talk about SmackDown. Talking Smack. <laughs> so. We get this whole, and I'll put it in. I'll put it in the show notes. If you haven't seen it, you live under a rock. Daniel Bryan is talking to the Miz, and he basically says, "I don't like. I think most people don't like your style of wrestling because you wrestle like a coward." Um, I immediately, when I saw it, I went, "Oh, that was not a smart thing to say." And the Miz loses his fucking mind. John's and, not exaggerating, and cuts a eighty style NWA promo on Daniel Bryan who gets up at one point and walks away because he's just like Wh- whatever and Renee Young's like he's getting so steamed she's up she's just like what is happening like Renee and up. Maurice deserve like academy awards for their reactions during that just Maurice her face was like I don't know this person <laughs> as it was going it was oh man so we have uh, Renee I'll, trying to be the peacekeeper I'll put the question in here uh Jay Tyler asked us uh work or shoot or shoot both? well well okay never mind I take that back um I think it's a work shoot little combination a woot. Of, of both a woo <laughs> and forbes.com yes Forbes.com reported uh, the exchange between the Miz and and I quote the exchange between the Miz and Brian went better than expected and was also purposely done to generate buzz about Brian's Brian and fans desire to have him return to the ring and compete. I when I heard 
him say you like him calling Daniel Bryan a coward for that. I was like, dude, Miz knows that that's a serious matter. And that's why he isn't wrestling. He knows like there's no way that he would be being that awful. Yeah. And bitter about that. Because that's a serious matter. And everyone knows it. He said after he said they won't let me come back and he's like well then why don't you just quit and go back to the bingo halls and wrestle on the indies which i was like my god this is amazing this it was fucking insane miz i just loved when renee was like hey hey come on that's not what we're here for and he was like stay out of this renee and then he wasn't mean to her he was like really nice to her and i went oh you go miz um, you go (laughs) so uh, the article continues, Brian retired recently due to an increased risk and in major injury. According to a source with inside a knowledge, source? A source? WWE has not completely shut the door on Daniel Bryan returning to the ring. Keep in mind, Bryan was cleared by doctors to return to the ring prior to the announcement of his re- retirement, uh, but not by the WWE medical team. As of now, WWE is planning to continue. Who is top notch. <laughs> WWE is complaining to continue the angle of wrestlers uh, calling out Brian for his retirement and taunting Brian for not being able to wrestle. WWE knows it's a hot topic button with fans and will continue to tease a Brian return. While at this time, it remains unlikely that Brian will return. Uh, they have not completely shut the door on it. So I think if he is not 100% healthy and 100% thinks he will be okay with wrestling, he should not do it. If there's one single doubt in his mind that he could get hurt slash die if he gets back into the ring, he should not do it. I would rather him just stay in the position he is in now until he is 100% sure. That is my take on that. I remember John texted me and said, did you see the Miz thing? And I immediately said, the Domino's commercial. (laughs) Where he hugs the Domino's person. <laughs> Which I thought was amazing by itself. I would also like to point out that The Miz only has one item on WWE's shop right now. It is a plaque that he has signed. That's literally it. I feel like The Miz, his gimmick opens up so many doors for brilliant t-shirts. Why? Why is that not more of a thing? And I remember saying to John, this was all um, text message exchange. I was like, did we just become like Miz fans i've been on I've we've been, been john's been teetering yeah i'm fully on board after this this was amazing it was, it was fucking and he incredible. literally like at the end of it tells the camera to get on him and he's like holding the intercontinental title and he's like i will make this the most relevant title on smackdown it's the coolest the looking di- one and i was like oh my god this is fucking great i like, his his i i can't his eye contact with the camera freaked me out i was like i'm gonna close my eyes great. tonight when I try and go to sleep and just see angry, like hyped up Miz and be really terrified. It's so good. Terrified. Miz, the ace of SmackDown Live. He's so brilliant. And he should be an A-lister. He should I be. I will go on record saying that. He's good enough to actually be one. NXT. NXT. So Side the, note, didn't watch it. The, Couldn't watch it. The first match featured Ty Dillinger in... 10. He, he Kyle and I are just like, this man is over. What What are they doing with him? What are they do? They need to... Over in a bad way? No, he is fucking oh. 100% over. He's now, 10 times 10 he over. Is. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about Ty Dillinger, because I he 
his gear, his ring gear is ridiculous. He looks great. He's got a gimmick. He's got a great song. Everything. He's a terrible cartwheel. It's amazing. Everything. He's a great. He is a great Says wrestler, no though. So the thing about it is, who do we put? And when I said earlier in the show, we were talking about Andrade. They want Andrade to. They want him to be a face, right? They want him to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Why do they put him in his first match against? fucking Ty Dillinger. Weren't they in a match together and it was fucking great? No, it was great, but I'm saying, why do you put him against Ty Dillinger who is over the moon 100% with the crowd? Yeah. So it's like... It's such a weird thing. And the same thing with Bobby Roode. You know this thing is gaining steam. Why do you put Andrade Almas against him when you know that crowd is not going to like him? So my my thing is... Andrade needs to go back to his roots and he needs to become very unruly very quickly. He needs to become Los Ingobernables like now. They need to start the wheels in motion and turn him heel. You you can't say that anymore without me immediately saying it in Ryback voice in my head. It's just that's that's what needs to happen with him. I am wondering you're you were asking you and Kyle were wondering what are they what are they gonna do with Ty Dillinger? I'm scared that whenever he gets called up, his gimmick won't translate well. Like Carmela's doesn't translate well. No, I I think I think Carmela's gimmick is too similar, at least in the way she dresses to Nikki Bella. I know it's just a backwards hat, but they both do that fucking thing. Well, she has a personality, and Nikki Bella doesn't really have a personality. Her personality is just bitch, and that's it. So I think Ty Dillinger will be fine. Personally, you know what we didn't even talk about on SmackDown? I'm sorry, everyone. We completely fucking glossed over. Heath Slater's looking for a tag team partner for this thing the entire time, and he ends up finding Rhino, and Rhino is going to be his tag team partner. So... The, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan are going to find a team to face them next week in the tournament. I can almost guarantee it's going to be Baron Corbin and Eric Rowan just based on that weird exchange. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Also, yeah. I would just love to see fucking Heath Slater with... Uh, Rhino? I almost said Brian Myers. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Oh, yeah. And Same haircut. We'll both see what gingers. Well, he's kind of a ginger. He's mostly blonde, but he's kind of a ginger. But anyway, that would be hilarious. Sorry about that. Uh, back to NXT. If you really wanted, cause I don't even know what they want. If they want Bobby Roode to be a heel, I feel like they do. They had a promo where he came out and said, Brooklyn sucks. You guys are smelly. And they were like, boo. But then he had the most glorious entrance, literally, of all time. And then they were like, yeah, we love you. If you really wanted Bobby Roode to get booed, you should have put him against Ty Dillinger. Because the fans love Ty Dillinger. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're sabotaging they're looking at it on paper and not looking at it as an actual fan reaction i feel like there's i mean it was a good match don't get me wrong at takeover but i feel like almas is just getting oof it it ain't looking too good for you know who wouldn't be getting this wrong whoever is booking ava marie's gimmick they would not get that wrong true uh we had a the main event we had a lot of like uh recap and interviews from this past saturday uh, but the main event was the Authors of Pain versus TM61. And spoiler alert, this was not a squash match. And spoiler alert, it was pretty good. I really enjoyed this match a lot. Authors of Pain ended up winning in the end. Third. But Paul TM61 was recently. Yes, it Fun was. Fact. They they held uh, their own. So there you go. That was uh, they're NXT. great. Yes. I was going to say, can we go back to how they teased fucking Ava Marie? Oh, yes. At um, <laughs> SummerSlam was great. 
<laughs> I enjoyed that so much. Where he'll not be here tonight. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, we know. It uh, was also a little dig at Paige because it, she was vacationing in the United Kingdom, mm. which I thought was funny. But yeah, so where are we now? We're, we're at CWC. We're at the Cruiserweight Classic. Which I could not watch either because my power was out and I was working until 1030 last night and couldn't watch it. And you guys, I am full of excuses, but in my mind, valid excuses. I really wanted to watch it because Bulak. Rich Swan versus Lince Dorado, a fine match. Very, you know, you know the results, right? I should. Uh, I just know the results of two of them. Rich Swan won, which was very. Interesting. I'm sure there was just a match of flippy little boys. Yes, it was very good. Uh, Gulak versus Zack Saber Jr. was. The, it started out hot. It was fucking insane. They were just grapple fucking the shit out of each other because that's what they do. And uh, ended up in the end with ZSZ. ZSJ, Saber. the Saber Man, winning via tap out. Which we knew. Yeah, we knew. But, but, but I mean, Gul- love me some. Gulak, Gulak looked fantastic in this match, by Gulak. the way. Of course he did. And then the uh, main event was uh, Johnny Gargano versus, I wrote down Tommaso Ciampa. That's a fucking lie. He fought TJ Perkins. Both begins with T. I forgive you. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> they were, even though this match was recorded weeks ago, they worked in, I, I love, this was just great. They worked in that Gargano had hurt his leg on sat or they attacked his leg on Saturday. So every, I, I remember when this match happened and everyone was like, why are they doing like when it was taped, they were like, why are they selling? Why is Gargano selling the leg so hard? He didn't do anything. That's why, because they like pre. Apparently, it. they did something right. Yes, they did. How funny is that? Like I was. The like, little things matter, but overall, no. Uh, T.J. <laughs> Perkins wins via submission, to, much to my chagrin. I believe is what you say. <laughs> you I'm, said that like there wasn't a vowel in it at all. I am. Uh, I'm a little upset because I love Johnny Gargano, but um, Perkins is a growing on me. So there was a couple moves that I did see in GIF format that were like bonkers. So yeah, they were um, yeah. bonkers. They they yes, they earned that main event spot for sure. Um, now we can do one of two things here. I have every match of the Battle of Los Angeles sitting right here. Do we want to do that or because we? We are most likely not recording next week. Oh, for sure not recording. So we can either preview Battle of Los Angeles, the tournament, not like other matches. We could do that. What do you mean by preview the tournament? We can just go over the matches and either, yeah. Because John has written some shit on receipt paper on, on Friday. <laughs> on Friday night, early Saturday morning, we sat in my garage and ate uh, Jack in the Box. And it was lovely. And I wrote out my predictions for the Battle of Los Angeles, which we are both going to next week. I don't think I got to, I didn't get tickets for night two that I can think of, but I'm fine with that. I thought you did. To be honest. No, No, because I had somebody who was like, I'll get back to you on whether or not they can actually like sell them to you or whatever. And they haven't gotten back to me, but I'm not butthurt about it because I got night one and night three. Nice. So. Cool. I'll just fill Saturday with Disneyland. um, We have, let's see. I just put them into the three blocks. So block one consists of, um, I guess let's uh, go with who you think who you think is going to win. Uh, Phoenix versus Will Ospreay. Well, we both went over this. We agree. 
Yeah. On all so of them. So we agreed on all of them. So I'll just go over yeah. who, who I think will end up in the finals. Um, and the way I, I looked at this John is... John had lots of logic. He thought real hard. The way I looked at this was Zack Sabre Jr. is the champion. And unless we get some weird announcement that Zack Sabre Jr. is defending his title in each of the matches he is in... Which would be sick. Which would be cool, but I think he would automatic if that was the thing, he would automatically go to the finals and maybe even win, even though he won last year. If that's not the case, I think he loses to Tommy End in the first round. I think he is eliminated in the first round. Via fucking hard ass kick or punch to the dome. I feel like if you were fo- if you follow this tournament, it's either gonna be Tommy Tommy End is gonna win this tournament or Whoever ends up beating Zack Sabre Jr. and gets to the finals. Now, yes. Zack Sabre Jr. could very well make it to the finals, and that would make everything all fucked up. But he, my final three for the Battle of Los Angeles is Chris Hero, uh, Mark Andrews, and Tommy End. I feel like you'll need to go into why Mark Andrews is in the final. So, which pleases me immensely. I can't Love remember what my Andrews. what was my logic for that. Um, oh. Each each weight class. Yeah, we have like a flippy dude. We have a middle of the way dude who can do both. And then we have your heavyweight who can also do crazy shit. Chris Hero. Chris Hero is just unreal. Yeah. <laughs> and I could I could see this because all these guys fought in progress. And that was um, a hoot for sure. And you could play off that angle a little bit. And Tommy End is... But the only, the only thing that kind of I'm like, I don't know... If Tommy and and I I think I picked Tommy in last year too. Is he's WWE bound? So I don't know. I don't know people, but that's that's my feeling. Those are my final three. If you want to go to my two, four, six, the final six, I have Riddle versus Hero, Mark Andrews versus Jeff Cobb, Cedric Alexander versus Tommy in. That's imagine Mark Andrews beating Jeff Cobb. Uh, I will imagine. imagine it. I booked it. Jeff Cobb is like twice the size of Mark Andrews. Yes, he is. Like literally, literally twice the size of Mark Andrews. Um, Very small guy. I watched the first three episodes of Holy Foley. I was going to ask you on that one. Um, I don't even think Dan Barry can save that. I must, we love Dan I Barry. must say, I do love Dan Barry. Um, I, there are some stu- there, there's some good stuff on the show. I, I feel like Noel Foley is officially the least funny out of all of them. The, the two little kids, the two littlest kids are the funniest fucking duo. I know. Of all time. I know. I watched like previews of it and I was like, why? I was like, they're so fucking funny. They're Noelle so funny. is the least funny one. I, She's I, not even on the scale of funny. I enjoy I enjoy the show. There's some stuff where you're like, okay, this is clearly somebody acting. Like when his oldest son goes to work for WWE and one of the guys there is like, wait a minute, Mick or, uh, Foley? Like Mick Foley? It's like, yeah, no shit. Calm yourself, you fucking Mark. But it's so it's such an act. That his it's just his like, sons, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's a fine show. I watched the first three episodes. I think the first five are on demand right now. I also watched the ride along with the Dudleys and Enzo and Cass, and then I watched the one with the Club and Mark Henry and Chris Jericho, and they were both very good. Can't you wait for the Byron Cole and JBL? Episode? I cannot wait for that. Episode. <laughs> I think my favorite thing on Twitter regarding Holy Foley was a friend of mine on Twitter. Uh, I think it's Hipsterocracy. 
said, I just accidentally watched a few minutes of Holy Foley and I have a newfound appreciation for literally every other TV show I've watched ever. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing. That is pretty funny. But I, I liked it. I mean, it, it was a show. That That is saying something, you guys, because John goes into everything with a critical eye, I believe. And I don't really like reality shows, so. Yes. There you this go. Is, this is there some truth right there. I won't even watch Total Divas. Everybody keeps trying to get me to do that, and I was like, y'all know that I hate watching shows with snobby bitches, because it just reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Questions? You got anything else before I go um, into questions? Or just as randoms? Or I'm going to the Facebook questions. Well, as a randoms, is that what you're asking afterwards? Yeah, sure. yeah. Chuck Taylor's getting an action figure. Oh, yes. I did see that. That's very interesting. I immediately said something to him. I was like, dude, congrats on being turned into a plastic dude. I'm going to get it and put it next to Ms. Dow. <laughs> there he is, Ms. Dow. Still standing. Facebook questions. Out. Facebook questions. Uh, Dean asked us with all the injuries and retirements due. That's funny. With uh, with all the injuries and retirements due to injuries as of late. Injuries Fair on enough. injuries on injuries. Makes sense. Uh, is it time for WWE to enforce a, a quote unquote soft style? There are only so many moves you can ban. I will. I think. Holland also asked this question. What moves should be banned? Okay, so here's here's my um, my take on it. Um, no moves should be banned. Uh, accidents happen. It kind of almost looked like it was the fault. I mean, it's an accident, but honestly, all the blame that's being put on Seth for, for this one is kind of false because, yes, maybe he might have let Finn go a little bit, but Takes Finn was... Takes two to tango, man. Finn was reaching back. Like, re- like, that was, I would have just, I don't know. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not trained. So I, I assume he was feeling for it to soften the blow, but then ended up hit, hurting himself. So I don't think any move should be banned. And that includes the pile driver. I think what really needs to happen. If you want to make wrestling boring, ban a pile driver. I think what's actually going to happen now is, surprisingly, we're going to see less injuries. And I'll tell you why. Not because any moves will be banned. Not because wrestles will stop doing like signature moves and stuff it's because with the brand split everyone gets an extra day off (gasps) so they're not working and traveling as much so they get to rest up a little bit and i think that will be very good for everyone i don't think any moves should be banned i mean i understand why the pile driver is banned i believe me guys i understand i've watched wrestling for 20 some odd years i know why curb stomp I don't think the curb stop should be banned. It's such a cool fucking looking move. It almost seems like it's so simple, like most people could do it. I think they're just worried about... Because it's an actual thing people do. I think they're just worried about the wear and tear of doing that move. Never mind. I mean, slamming your head against the mat a lot is a thing that isn't shouldn't be done like all the time that like i, I feel like that happens all the time though i feel what it should be is moose shouldn't be banned they should be saved for special occasions let's go with that rainy day moves there you go a rainy day move yes okay like, uh hey we're in the it'll go- make it it'll make it more fun when they do pop up too i yes. think yeah i like that like a once in a while thing we also didn't mention hideo tommy hitting the go to sleep on <laughs> austin aries which was very nice have you been watching the CM Punk? No, I thing? have not. Yeah. I want to, but I just have not done it yet. I watched the first one. Holland asked, 
Who do you see, and this is so funny because as soon as this happened, I asked Kyle the same question. Who do you see as a potential future NXT champion after Nakamura? After Nakamura won the title, I said, that's great. Who beats him? And we said, I don't know, Bobby Roode, maybe? And I was like, I don't believe that. So I don't know who beats him. I would assume we ne- we never got, or we haven't yet gotten that Hideo Itami Shinsuke match and they were grooming before Balor they were grooming Hideo Itami to be he was going to win the title I don't in think Japan. he's good enough back in yet you think he still hasn't found his foot okay yeah well I mean Nakamura Definitely. who knows how long I mean the person who beats Nakamura could not even be signed yet Shinsuke's charisma can carry that title for a decade and I'm not even sure yeah I don't know how long Shinsuke is going to be hanging around and I mean Samoa Joe technically gets a rematch but who knows if we follow that anymore I'm pretty sure we do so that could happen I don't know I honestly do not know nobody really stands out to me in NXT that can be the next NXT champion I think I think Finn's where it's at right now and that's actually kind of scary now that I think about it that I don't really see anybody that could beat Shinsuke Hmm. We'll see. They've got a new crop of people coming in. Maybe Tommy N beats him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Shinsuke Could you Nakamura imagine? versus Tommy N. If Corey Graves is not a Tommy N fan, I'd be like, are you serious? Stand next to each other. Y'all are related. You're just mad because he has a tattoo on his face and you don't. Uh, Hol- and because he has a bunny. Holland also asked, who do you want to see Cody Rhodes wrestle that was not on his list? And oh, I, I have the list right I love here. that. I love that question. So here's the list. Adam Cole, Dalton Castle. Um, he just wants to be in Bola. Kurt Angle, Chris Hero, Still don't Mike know. Bennett, Moose, Pat Buck, the Young Bucks, Trevor Lee, Shibata. Shibata Nada. <laughs> and Roderick Strong, which he better hurry up on that Roderick Strong train because he might be going to NXT too. Now, he wants to wrestle Trevor Lee. With the brackets for Bola, is I'm that looking even... at the brackets right now to see because that if he why could... knock out all of those fucking ones right there. I mean, Trevor Lee could indeed make it to the finals. He has all the time would... in the world to wrestle Chris Hero. That would he's already wrestled Chris Hero. Oh yeah, at the Evolve oh, wait. events. Yeah, derp. As I said it, I realized that. Here are my three: uh, Jonathan Gresham for selfish reasons because I love Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Anthony Henry also for selfish reasons because he's also great, and one young Matthew Riddle. Those are my three right now off the top of my head. How about you? Do you have anybody? H-B-U. Me? Uh. Yes. Hmm. No. Wait. That question kind of came out of you. You totally blindsided me with that one. I, I wouldn't mind know, seeing man. him wrestle Marty Scroll. Ooh. I think that would be, be interesting. Fun. That would be really interesting. Um. Wait, isn't he? he booked to wrestle is. him somewhere else at least? He probably is. I don't know. I don't know anymore, guys. I'd Je like to see him. Well, I have him and Rhodes fighting. I have him and Tommy N fighting at Bola. I'd like to see that. Somebody's going to die. And yeah. I, mean, I feel that's... if anybody could beat Brock Lesnar, it could be Tommy N. <laughs> I'd be down with that. I also suggested. I would be so down. I also suggested Shane McMahon Kick hire to the Matthew face Riddle. Why not? Hire Kick Riddle. to the face city. That's all I got. You got anything else? Um, no, other than Chuck Taylor getting an action figure, which I think is fucking amazing. That's pretty cool. Um, and the EC3 episode of Best Friends came out and it was amazing. And I watched it and I enjoyed it immensely. Excellent. And John still hasn't watched him. So, Mm -hmm. I got star ratings to give out. He he does have star ratings to give out, but so excellent time. You can 
like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate. You can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. And um, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our entrance music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or just finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our TTR shirts. We would appreciate that. Most of you that listen regularly have bought shirts and we appreciate that y'all are great and not you all y'all that is it for us this week and next week uh join us again in two weeks could you imagine us trying to record bola weekend i might bring my equipment i'm not sure dude i'll probably be too tired though anyway (laughs) join us in two weeks where we most likely talk about bola and whatever else happened but mostly bola yeah and there's only one thing left to do, so Marion, if you do... Ring the motherfucking bell! <laughs>